Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges and this is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Word of God. We're studying the Bible and we're doing that in order to know God better, in order to actually follow Christ. We're working through the book of 1 John toward the end of the New Testament. It's a letter that the Apostle John wrote to a group of churches in the area of Ephesus. This is episode 8 and we're looking at 1 John chapter 2, verses 7 and 8. John's been talking about what it really means to follow Christ. That if we say we're following Christ, then we actually ought to be following Christ. How do we know that we know God? How do we know that we know Christ? John provides the answer. We do what he said, and we do what he did. So the evidence of being an actual follower of Christ is to be following Christ, to be obeying the commands of Christ, to be following the example of Christ. That's what he's been saying. Now he's going to put it into some real practical terms. Let's read verses 7 and 8. John writes, Dear friends, I'm not writing you a new command, but an old command that you've had from the beginning. The old command is the word you have heard. Yet I am writing you a new command, which is true in him and in you, because the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. All right, he's talking about the command to love one another. He's been talking about the fellowship we have with one another. He's been talking about the commands of Jesus, the example of Jesus. And he's going to, after this, start talking about how we treat one another. He starts off this passage with the term, dear friends. He started off with saying you, then he uh, changed it to my little children. Now he's saying dear friends. So he's speaking friend to friend. And he says, I'm, I'm not writing you a new command, but an old command that you've had from the beginning. So he's not inventing something new. He's not changing things. Some of the false teachers are given some new instructions. They have new knowledge, a new ethic, a new way to live. They're uh, deciding ethics really don't matter because sin doesn't matter. John's saying, no, no, we're saying what we've always said. We're not giving you a new way to live, but what has always been the case. Even go back to Leviticus, the the law of the Old Testament. Leviticus 19.18 Moses wrote, love your neighbor as yourself. And that's been an ethic for the people of God all along. Love your neighbor as yourself. Throughout the gospel, several times we see uh, Jesus challenged or asked, what is the greatest commandment? And, And the answer is always, love God. But along with it, love your neighbor as yourself. And so this is what they've heard from the beginning. It's always been the case. Now, remember the time frame we're talking here. John wrote this letter probably in the 90s of the first century. So this is 60 years plus after Jesus has died. So there's hardly anybody around who was alive at the time when Jesus was alive. So everyone has heard, has come to Christ, uh, not as a witness to Christ himself, but they Come to Christ through the gospel. Come to Christ through the message of Christ. And so they've always heard, always since they became followers of Christ, they've heard this command, love one another, love your neighbor as yourself. So it's not new. 
And then in the second half of verse 7, he says, The old command is the word you have heard. So even what they were accepting as, as authentic uh, messages from God is that message to love one another. Even in Paul's writings, Paul in uh, Romans 13, 9 and 10, he says, The commandments do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not covet, and any other commandment are summed up by this commandment. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Love, therefore, is the fulfillment of the law. In Paul's letter to the Galatian church, Galatians 5, 14, he says, For the whole law is fulfilled in one statement. Love your neighbor as yourself. And, and using the same words, James, in, in his letter, James 2, 8, he says, Indeed, if you fulfill the royal law prescribed in the scripture, love your neighbor as yourself. You're doing well. So this is nothing new. This is what they've always heard. Love your neighbor as yourself. It's Old Testament. It's the teachings of Jesus. It's the example of Jesus. It's the teachings of the Apostle Paul. This is nothing new. Love your neighbor as yourself. But then in verse 8, he's just said, I'm not giving you a new command, but an old command. Then in verse 8, he says, yet I am writing you a new command, which is true in him and in you, because the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. Okay, John, make up your mind. Is this an old command or a new command? He says, I'm not giving you a new command. I'm giving you the old command, the command you've already heard, the command you've always heard, the command that's been there from the Old Testament through Jesus. It's in the Gospels. It's in Paul, James. Everybody's always said, love your neighbor as yourself. And he says, but I am writing you a new command. Well, what's he mean here? Well, the we have to look at the words. I'm writing you a new command, which is true in him. Let's pause right there. It's new in that while it's always been the standard, nobody ever did it really until Jesus did it. So it's new in that it's new in actually being fulfilled in the life of Jesus. There's always been the call to love one another, and we we do that. We had no the call to love one another, but do we really do it? Well, not like we should. We all fall short in loving one another. Jesus didn't, though. Jesus did it perfectly. So in that respect, it is new. He says this is true in him. Nobody fulfilled this command like Jesus did. Nobody ever did it completely. Nobody ever did it perfectly until Jesus did. It says also, and in you. Now, I think this is more of a not what has happened, but what is happening. He goes on to say, because the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. This is the language of transformation. Jesus came into the darkness to bring light into the world. Well, that had happened 60 years earlier. But as far as our individual lives, it's an ongoing process. We're all in a process of transformation. Well, the moment we come to Christ, we've stepped from darkness to light. But that transformation taking place in our life is a process, that, that process of sanctification, that process of growing in Christ, that process of becoming more like him is an ongoing process, transformation. And I think that's what he's talking about here when he says it's true in you. So this is a new command for us personally. 
in that as we are transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit, transformed through the Word of God, transformed through growing in Christ, we are moving from darkness to light in that it's being played out in real life. So it's a new command for us because before we knew Christ, we couldn't do it. And in Christ now, we can do it. And as we grow in Christ, we should keep doing it better. So the challenge, the challenge is to walk in the light. The challenge is to do what Jesus said. The challenge is to do what Jesus did. And that is in this whole uh, topic of love one another. Nobody ever did it perfectly until Jesus did it. So it's new, but it's an old standard. And we could never have done it before coming to Christ. So in that respect, it's new in our experience. And it's part of an ongoing, continuing transformation. Gut check here. If I look back, pick any point in the past, five years ago, one year ago, six months ago, one month ago, a week ago, yesterday, if I look back at any point and look to now, can I actually say I'm loving my fellow believers more now than I did then? And if I'm not, well, what's the implications? The implications are I'm not growing. I'm not being transformed. I'm not growing in my relationship with Christ. I'm not growing as a follower of Christ. And so the, the, the challenge there is, it, well, if I'm not, what should I do about that? Well, back to what John's been talking about. I need to make sure I'm walking in the light, that I am following Jesus. That's the reason we're doing these podcasts, to look to the Word of God, not just to know more, but to experience the transformation of the Word of God. So make it a matter of prayer. Ask God to reveal to you, how am I doing in that area of love one another? This is the primary command. All the commands of the Bible are summed up with, am I loving God? And am I loving the people of God? And if either of those areas I'm not growing in, then there's a, there's a problem with my spiritual growth. There's a problem in that process of transformation So talk with God about it. Ask him to reveal to you your status, your growth, and what the solution is. We all need to continue to grow. It begins with the word of God. It continues with prayer. It continues with fellowship with one another. So talk with God about this. Ask him to show you where you're at now and where he'd like you to go. Thanks for joining me as we're looking at First John, putting uh, faith into real practice in real life. Join me next time as we continue through First John.